Nova Nation, happy Friday and welcome to the Morning Roar. Here is what is coming up over the next hour. It's our final show before spring break here at Villanova. Chris and Allison were in New York last weekend and they will give us a recap of the successful trip for WXVU to the IBS College Radio Conference. In our Twitter poll question of the day, we address the best qualities of the month of March. At 8.30, our special in-studio guest, Kaylee Brendel, will discuss her participation in the Acapella Palooza event at Villanova later this month and her experience as a singer and songwriter and disability rights activist. Plus, March Madness is heating up and we'll talk about the big weekend ahead for the women's and men's basketball teams. The Morning Roar is also being broadcasted live on WXVU's YouTube channel. Good morning, everybody. I'm David Chapansky. Good morning, everybody. I'm Dominic Rochetti. I'm Chris Kokinos. And I'm Allison Bayada, bringing you your first Morning Roar news update of the day. Disgraced South Carolina attorney Alex Murdaugh was convicted of murder Thursday in the shooting deaths of his wife and son in a case that chronicled the unraveling of a powerful Southern family with tales of privilege, greed, and addiction. The jury deliberated for less than three hours before finding Murdaugh guilty of two counts of murder at the end of a six-week trial that pulled back the curtain on the once prominent lawyer's fall from grace. The judge said sentencing would take place at 9.30 a.m. today. The 54-year-old Murdaugh faces 30 years to life in prison without parole for each murder charge. And a little closer to home, Radnor officials are reminding residents and businesses it's just about time to BYOB or bring your own bag. The new township plastic bag ban goes into effect March 15th. Last September, the commissioners approved a ban on the single-use plastic bags typically given out at grocery stores and other retail stores. Back to you, Chris. Thank you, Allison. Now it's time for our first discussion topic of the day. And, well, Allison and I are back from New York. So, Allison, I'll ask you, how was the trip? How do we think it went? I thought it was a great trip. It was fun to be back home for me and um, to get to show you and Nick around the city a little bit. And the conference was great. I feel like we brought back some some great lessons for WXVU, and it was fun to bring home an award, too. What about you, Chris? What did you think? I mean, I had a great time, as I'm sure you know, as I'm sure you've heard on the Morning Roar last week. I mean, New York, it's just impossible to not have a phenomenal time while you're there. And, David, I had the New York bagels. Okay. That's Outstanding. Nice. Great. 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 I mean, perfect. The best bagels I've ever had in my life. The everything bagel, it hit immediately. Um, but I didn't get the chance to have the New York pizza. Wow. I know. It how, how many days? You were there for how many days? Two? Two days. And, and no the schedule pizza. was packed. The schedule was okay. packed. I mean, okay. we were in... Did they have the, food at the conference? Huh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, there, there was some, let's just say, uh, missteps by the people who planned the conference in planning over lunch on the first day and then not giving us food either days. But, you know, nice. that's on them. That's neither here nor there. But... Uh, Allison, you dropped in on your family unexpectedly. How did that go? It was nice to see them. Um, my brother was still out and about by the time that I got home that night. And it was late. It was like 11. Um, and I knocked on the door and my dad was fully expecting my brother. And he opened the door and he went, what? So <laughs> it was fun to get to see their reactions. That's awesome. Now, what are the highlights and lowlights? Or if you just have a low light, I feel like that'll be entertaining too. Like, what, what do we got here? Ooh. Um, I'd say highlights. Uh, Chris and Nick and I took a nice stroll through Central Park oh, on Friday night. It was mm-hmm. lovely. Um, lowlights, some of the conference sessions, I'd say, were a little, <laughs> a little yep. boring. Yep. Um, 
maybe some people who were a little older talking about how they invented podcasting <laughs> and stuff like that. But a lot of the sessions were interesting. What about you? Um, highlight definitely had to be the walk around New York, you know, six miles Nick and I hit. Um, and then the low light would definitely have to be that keynote speech. Oh, really? That was brutal. Man was, did have, he had no idea what he was talking about. It was awful. Quite possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life, but it's fine. Probably should choose a new keynote for next year if Mm. you're going to pay him all that money. But anyway, so bowing out gracefully in October, 2014, Ezekiel Emanuel, a healthy policy expert, medical ethicist and doctor who advised former President Obama, wrote an article in The Atlantic called Why I Hope to Die at 75. Over eight years later, Emmanuel, now 65, has reiterated his stance that while he's not volunteering himself to die, he would refuse all medical interventions, even antibiotics and vaccinations, after he turned 75 years old, saying he believes older Americans live too long in a deteriorating state. Oh, my God. Very depressing. <laughs> this, so is whoa. this is... Whoa. Whoa. All right. Jeez. All right, here's the question. Would you be okay with pulling the plug at 75? And do you have any experiences with grandparents or great-grandparents that might shape your opinion on this? Might be time to go to the mind bender. That's the first time I'll ever say Um, What are your thoughts on reaching such a ripe age? David, since you're the youngest among us, let's go to you first. Well, I'm not voluntarily dying at 75 no. like, there are there are a lot of people that live excellent lives and are older than 75 yeah so i i completely disagree with that if anything the age after 75 that's like the time i'm most looking forward to i just yeah, get to like, like sit around anyway. yeah you know watch whatever's on tv and then like just complain about young people it's like the perfect <laughs> time to be alive I, dom what do we think this is, this is a wild question <laughs> <laughs> Okay, pulling the plug at 75. No. No, I don't want to do that. No. I mean, I want to live like, as long as I can. 75, no. 75 is young. I want another, I want another 25 yeah, we after that. I want, want to challenge the oldest lady. Remember yeah. the oldest person. She was Remember, on Twitter, right? I, yeah, we had that a little bit ago, yeah. yeah. And if anything, when you, we get to 75, tweet, yeah. it might be a little bit better circumstances for our health. You know, we don't know where technology's going to be. I don't know about be. that. <laughs> I mean, it, hey. Somebody's got to check on this guy. I mean, he's like, yeah, is when I'm 75. Is yeah. Well, yeah. that was 2014. Okay, so now, I mean, he's 65. So another 10 years, it's 2033. Uh, so at 75, he's, he's going to be like, just kidding. <laughs> What's he going to do? Like, <laughs> Surprise, gonna, I actually want to He's not going to be like, no, I want to die now. He's not going to do that. This is insane. This guy's insane. Allison, what do we think? I think that this is a crazy question. Um, <laughs> I, like, what, when I finally stop working and I get to take a break and, yeah. like, relax and enjoy my life and my family, they're like, all right, you're done. 75 on the dot. <laughs> I think that this is crazy. No, I I think that modern medicine is an amazing thing and that we should take advantage of it to, <laughs> you know, live past 75 if we can. Yeah. 100%. Have any of you guys seen Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah. of course. I'm, I feel like I just want to be the Chris Traeger. Like, I want to live to, like, 150. <laughs> like, that's the goal in life, you know? Just keep keep on moving. Because I want to see, you know, what's happening in, like, 100 years. So, 75, that's just too young. 
That's like 50 years away. Yeah, I get like FOMO. Like, I want to be alive as long as possible. I want <laughs> right? to see everything. Exactly. Like, come on. Diet come 75. on, Ezekiel. Get it together. <laughs> and as Alice said, like, there's so much that you can do to, like, keep yourself living. The reason why I was saying, like, earlier, like, you don't really know climate change, different stuff like that. But uh, with the technology, I think definitely... Uh, I want to try to live past 75. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the Impossible. goal. <laughs> if I could have anything, 75, you know, that's just what we're shooting for here, all right? All right, let's go to Dom with our Twitter poll question of the day. Yeah, Nick's been on a hot streak. This is a really good one, too. So the question today is centered around the month of March. Let me bring it up. What I like most about the month of March is, and our options, March Madness, Spring Break, St. Patrick's Day, or do you still have bad vibes from March 2020? I have a clear answer. It's clearly March Madness. Spring break's fun. St. Patrick's Day is an overrated holiday. And then March 2020 never happened. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to remember that. I don't want to remember that. So I'm going March Madness. It's a good, good question. I'm also going March Madness. I feel like that's the only clear answer on here. Spring yeah. break and St. Patrick's Day is basically the same thing. You just yeah, party the entire time. David. Yeah, I, I would say March Madness. I would add my own option here and say spring training, and that would be my option. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that March Madness is is definitely the answer. I wouldn't say St. Patrick's Day is overrated. I would just say that I think that March Madness is better. I don't know. I feel like it's so I overrated. I mean, it's just another party holiday. Like, what's the point? True. True. You know, Allison. I'm actually with you guys on March Madness. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Well, it's the first time we're all in agreement. Yeah. This is I think this is the first scene. time. I can't believe this. All right, well, I mean, if March we're Madness. all in agreement yeah. here, I mean, there's not much discussion. It's March Madness. It's I mean, sad this year, though, I think. I, hey, you never know. We're on a hot streak. <sighs> no, but uh, we'll talk about that talk later. About that later. <laughs> Hottest team in the Big East. All right, David, let's go to you with our birthdays. So today, March 3rd of 2023, Tone Lock, rapper turns 57. Jessica Biel, an actress, celebrates her 41st birthday. Camila Cabello turns 26. On Saturday, tomorrow, Patricia Heaton, an actress, turns 65. On Sunday, Eddie Grant from Electric Avenue is 75. Eva Mendez, an actress, is 49. And Nikki Taylor, a model, is 48 on Sunday. Thank you, David. David, did you know any... Because I barely know anybody on this list. So Camila Cabello was the only one. Yeah, no, that <laughs> that's Cabello, is I think. So oh, I don't okay. know how well you know her actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I was a, I was a big fan of uh, her and her and Shawn Mendes and their songs that were coming out like you know two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah, um, she hasn't really made a new song recently though. Yeah, there are some really good songs that uh, her and Shawn. No, I'm out. with you, yeah. David. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. No tone lock. I don't know who tone lock oh, is. Do you? Do you? No. <laughs> okay, Allison, do you know who tone lock? No is? idea. <laughs> All right, well, let's go back to Allison with what's going on with WXVU. Yes, yeah, so as mentioned earlier, um, we took home an award from the IBS conference. We took home the Best Public Affairs Program Award at last weekend's IBS conference in New York City for Alex Hudson's Ring the Alarm podcast. Alex is a practicing emergency department nurse, and on the podcast, she explores the topic of human trafficking with the goal to educate other emergency nurses on what human trafficking is. You can listen to the podcast and read more about the IBS conference by visiting wxvu.org. Thank you, Allison. This is the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at wxvu.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app.
everyone. This is Ryan Derry, the business director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. V891 The Roar is your home for play-by-play of all Villanova men's basketball home games. Slater drives to the rack, full head of steam, puts it up. Oh! We just saw a man fly, Brandon Slater, hammer time. Oh my goodness, Brandon Slater. With our team of sports director Patrick Scalen and David Zapanski, Dominic Rachetti, and Stephen Kane. Listen for our next broadcast at the Wells Fargo Center versus Connecticut Saturday at 7.30 p.m. And Jacob Arts and Zach Tipton have had play-by-play coverage of Villanova women's basketball. Bowen is going to go all in, but pulls it back out. Bowen down low to Seegers. Seegers, can she get going? Over Farrell, yes! Maddie Seegers finally gets it going off the glass and won. We're your home for Villanova sports. V891, the roar. The Villanova Leadership Program provides six different workshops on leadership tips and tricks, theories, and networking. Get Villanova Leadership certified and become a better leader. More information is available at villanova.edu slash VLP. It's the morning roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The roar. Let's take it to David with our three-day weather forecast for the main line. Well, first off, I love to get reminded, Chris, uh, my dad and Dean are both sending me things. So Jessica Beale is married to Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. and my dad sent me Tone Lock, who I guess I'm apparently supposed to know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the three-day weather forecast. Uh, today, cloudy with showers developing this afternoon, a high of 45. Rain tonight, heavy at times, with even a rumble of thunder possible a low down to 40 degrees tomorrow morning clouds give way to sunshine a high of 47 and for your sunday mostly sunny for a high of 54 our current temperatures outside our studio is 36 degrees Thank you, David. Let's take it to Allison with our Morning Roar News update. All right, Chris. Speeders, you have your fair warning. Legislation sponsored by State Senator Greg Rothman permitting local police in Pennsylvania to use radar for speed enforcement was approved unanimously Thursday by the Senate Transportation Committee. Pennsylvania is the only state in the country that prohibits local police from being equipped with speed enforcement radar. Senate Bill 459 would permit local radar as an optional speed enforcement tool for municipalities who would need to enact an ordinance prior to deploying its use. The bill now goes to the Senate floor for consideration before the full Senate. Now, it's all right to use the words rage farming, trauma dumping, hellscape, and petfluencer. Dictionary.com is adding those four words plus 310 others to keep up with the ever-changing modern lexicon. The language resource adds new words and definitions four times per year to keep up with how the English language is used in a modern context. For the record, rage farming is defined as intentionally provoking political opponents by posting inflammatory content on social media to elicit angry responses, and thus widespread exposure for the original poster, trauma dumping, is to share intense traumatic information or emotions with others unsolicited, while hellscape is a place that's hopeless or irredeemable. A petfluencer is someone who attracts a following by posting content of their pet. So what do you think, guys? Do any of you drop these in your day-to-day lexicon? I use hellscape, but other than that, I... Oh, and trauma dumping. Trauma dumping is a common one. Petfluencer, that's just not a word. We're making I've stuff I've never up heard now. that before mm-hmm. today. No, that's just not a thing. And rage farming, like, that's a thing, but I don't think anyone's ever used that word how about you guys i thought rage farming would 
be a, something better. Funny, just like when farmers got mad, <laughs> started farming a bunch. That's not what that means. Take uh, out their stress. I, no, yeah. I've never even heard of any. I mean, the word lexicon is kind of cool, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, Peflu- if you're a Pefluencer, nah. Grow, I follow so many pet fluencers. <laughs> no, I I do I follow don't use a that pet word. Fluencer. I don't use that word, but pet fluencer. If I'm saying that right, I follow a lot of them. I love pets. Seen no, one hundred like dogs, cats. What's the great. best one out there? Um, the that's bu- a really good. The Butler question. Bulldog one's good. I follow. I love golden retrievers, so it's a lot yeah. of golden retrievers. Uh, but I think that most of them are TikTok. But I really don't like. I just will scroll through, but I don't specifically like remember the names. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Fake fan. Come on, Dave. Got to remember those things. <laughs> well, if you're gonna like pet flu. There's a lot. There's a lot. Now I want to go back to the speeding thing real quick. Um, I'm kind of Chris upset about that. No, I'm I'm very <laughs> upset about that. I really enjoy speeding in Pennsylvania. You didn't hear it from me, but uh, just like, committed to like a felony yeah. on the air. <laughs> look, look. There's nothing wrong with going like 90 and a 7. Just kidding, just kidding. But I mean, I don't understand. The only, the only road that even is technically 70 is the turnpike. Yeah. Are you and on the they, turnpike often? No, not often. But yeah. when I am. <laughs> I'm going I'm going for Chris. <laughs> like we were just talking yesterday because we were planning out a trip to get like across Pennsylvania for mock trial. I'm like, oh, it's like four hours. They're like, what do you mean? It's like six hours. I'm like, oh, I'm used to going not 90. the speed limit when I'm in Chris this just state. Cuts off two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I pitch clock quick. for Major League Baseball. Chris has his own clock. Gotta go quicker. We we gotta go quick. Like at least a hundred <laughs> all the time. Come on. We're clipping that and sending it to Radnor Police, and they will have. Their first speeding arrest? I don't know what they're going to do to you. Yeah, right? Like, how... I don't think they know. They don't even know. Yeah, yeah they're, they're going to get a radar. They're like, we, we actually do. get to do things now. <laughs> Before they just sit on the road and, like, look at us. Because I've seen them, like, yeah, on the road, right. and I thought they were radaring us. The so this is so exciting that I know that they don't have radar, and at least still don't for the foreseeable future until this is signed by the governor. Well, I mean, I feel like, because I have definitely seen, in my opinion, rider police, or maybe just police of Pennsylvania, pull over people for speeding. Like, I've seen it. So there must be something they have or something that they're allowed to gauge, maybe if it's just from their own perception if you're speeding. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I so, guess. yeah, because I, I think that – because I've definitely seen, like, someone speed. Yeah. In, like, car. It doesn't happen much in Philadelphia, but it does happen, like, in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's, like, a 20 zone and they could obviously tell that oh, you're yeah, going, like, definitely. 40. Yeah. Like, something like that. There are like some that. people here on Lancaster Avenue that are going, like, 60. I mean, as you should. It's a busy road, and the speed limit's like 25, 30, and it's like we, yeah, but we you are hit those, in you here. hit those grades. Double like that. when you get when you when you get da- pass it on. when you get down yeah. to like uh, the light of five points, those crates. Like if you don't watch where you're going, I have seen people like hit the curb with their tire and almost. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I yeah. have too, and it's yeah. hilarious. You're just a bad driver. Well, I don't do it. But I'm saying that I've seen people do it. I, I, I know you don't do it, but people are bad drivers. You well, should be able to go 40 and not hit things as an adult who drives a car. <laughs> Look, I'm just being honest here. I've just been bad. Yeah, you a lot of stuff this morning. <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a perfectly safe driver besides the fact that I speed. But I'm a besides very... the fact that he goes 107. Look, yeah. hey, stuff happens, all right? Okay. And I get there safe. That's all that matters. Safety first. Safety first, 100%. I'm a very safe speeder. Um, but let's go into our Villanova-centric discussion topic here. What are we doing for spring break here, guys? You know, any big plans, anything exciting? Let's go to you, Dom. No, I have oh. nothing. <laughs> Boring. I'm, I, I'm trying to get up to go to the Big East tournament. But yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot. It looks far. I want to drive. Where are you, it's like where an hour and a half, here? Dom. Ah, it's a lot to drive. It's on the train. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not taking a tra- It's on the train. 
Take the train. It dro- drops train. you right off at Madison Square Garden. It could right not there. be more convenient. Yeah. You don't have to pay the, the bridge tolls to go like over the George Washington or the tunnel. What's the tunnel? Lincoln Tunnel? Lincoln Tunnel. Is that it? You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to worry about driving in the city and dealing with the taxis going all over. You're like, really selling me on this. Oh, yeah. I'm I selling you. I am sure I can go. This, if so. I can go, I'll be up with the biggest warm-up. Because you're yeah. going, right? I'm going to try to okay. go. We'll see what happens. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll just yeah, I would agree with that. That's probably in in the plans. Possibly sleeping. Uh, sleeping is in the plans. Relaxation, spring training, stuff like spring that. Training. So nothing. Nothing. I'm not going to spring training. Nothing I specific. Have yeah. you ever been down there? Yeah. I've not. I was I supposed to go last I haven't year. Either. No, I was supposed to go I'm last bummed. year, and then the the lockout kind of canceled that. But mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, nothing specifically. How Allison? about you, Allison? No, just going home. Probably catching up on a lot of sleep. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Um, well, for me personally, today. Uh, this ought to be good. He <laughs> 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 saved himself for less. So. Y'all, y'all are in for a wild ride here. Okay, so today me and the fellas, we're taking the 10-hour drive to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Nice. That should be a great time. So t- are you driving? Um, I will probably be driving a portion of it, but I also need to write a 10-page paper ha- in What the page car. are you on? Uh, one. Ah, <laughs> you have your name on the paper. Uh, it's, it's due tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> so, the name on the paper? The, the name is good on the start. paper. I put the, the heading. I put the heading on. Am I heading? Am I heading? You got it. That wastes like half a page. Exactly, yeah. I started writing the heading yesterday. I'm like, I'm not writing this paper. Not happening. you your title down? No, no title. It's just Title's last. Really? I, I always think title, title first. Mm-hmm. I do no. title first. I do title first. All yeah. my professors Why? tell me, like my my ACS professor is always like, write the title last, do the thesis. Yeah. But for me, it's just because like if I have I'm a general idea of what I'm gonna gonna write, like with the title, like I I'm just good to go. Maybe, so maybe that's yeah, agreed. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So we'll, proper. <laughs> I'm not saying that's the right way, just the way that I personally do it. You got Dom, uh, all the three English police over here. Yeah, I am the English police. <laughs> I am the English police. I have one English class right now. Per, per my class requirements, I have one English class, and it's fantastic. Shout out, I have I have my class at 10:40. I'll be there. Monster, monsters, you're on top of it. Monsters in literature, Ray Frankenstein. What monsters in literature? Cool that's actually class. Cool. amazing. And, we, and we, we're on. We're gonna watch like three movies in it too. Excited! Oh, you took the perfect class. Yeah, then. I don't yeah. know why. That and makes it's all for the sophomores. astronomy, Dom. Yeah, no, astronomy stinks. <laughs> Do not take astronomy under any circumstances. Why? I could. Did you bring this up like six months ago when yeah, we were I choosing classes? Like I, yeah, yeah, I did. God, <laughs> should have listened. Astronomy's the worst. Well, you have a choice. You got your. I did. You, say I, you got your schedule the second uh, yeah, day. Yeah, it was. It was terrible. Yes, yeah. I have five classes on Tuesdays. All right. Oh Enough my about God. Yeah, no. It's so rough. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know. I know. It's terrible. You're living it. Yeah. I'm living you know. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll be in South Carolina until Tuesday. <laughs> Just goes right back to it. <laughs> right I mean, look, I, I got to talk about okay, it. I'm very excited. No. We'll be you driving. And the fellas. Me and the fellas. You know, we're driving back up on Tuesday, then Wednesday, heading to the Big East Tournament, taking the train in. And then I'll watch Villanova win it all. Absolutely. I mean, on Wednesday, Dude. whatever oh, there is yeah. to win on Wednesday, yeah. you know. The, the five dollar ticket you got, yeah. <laughs> you know the best of the best play on the first day, as funny, you know. Man. Five dollar tickets on the first day. <laughs> oh, it's the best. And then on Thursday, the mock trial team will be driving to Geneva, Illinois. So <laughs> then, then we'll be staying there until Monday. You're so. driving to Illinois. Yeah. So I'm gonna have about forty four hours minimum of driving in the next week. 
Oh. Well, <laughs> normally that's about 60 hours, or Chris. Oh, cut no, yeah, we, we cut about 15 <laughs> hours off that trip. You betcha, Dom. I'm starting to be with you on the speeding. No, right? Oh, no, no, no. If you're driving well, that much, like, you have are, to there speed. Are, there are felonies <laughs> being committed on air. I promise you that if I'm speeding fast enough to get a felony... The car will be disintegrating on the expressway. There's just no way. I'd have to be going like you know 150. What, you know what was really, you know what was really tough this morning? The sun was like, cause <laughs> <laughs> the sun was so bright this morning. And so I'm coming down Lancaster. This has absolutely nothing to do with, really with the conversation we were talking about. But no, I know what you did. I know where, I know where you're coming from. And what's been weird is because this, like, the sun is starting to come up earlier. So yeah. this is the first time that, as a commuter Wait, student. No. I've had to deal. Like, no, yes. No, it's coming up. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's coming up earlier. No, 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 no. no. It's coming up earlier. It's yeah. definitely coming up earlier. Oh, okay. Coming up earlier. Oh, yeah. So the days last longer though. As a student at Villanova, yeah, they come up earlier. That means know. the days are lasting longer. This is the first time as a student at Villanova <laughs> that I have experienced, uh, like, because even in August, like, it was getting. I think it was sunny at like you know suns our sunrise was about like six forty five. Now it's like mm-hmm. six twenty. So when I'm getting here to Villanova, the sun is like right in my eyes. Uh, yeah. So today was like the first day that I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I look over at everybody else and I'm like, and everybody's like this, and it's so hard because I'm so tall yeah. that I have to like get under the visor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really dangerous. It's really dangerous. So I was like, the sun was giving me trouble this no morning, sunglasses? but I made it here. Well, yeah, simple fix. Here's really. I don't have. A, I don't drive well, them either. I don't think it's safe. See, I had like. <laughs> well, I don't like sunglasses. First yeah, of all, but either. second of all, I With had that. them in my prescription glasses. Okay. Okay. But the problem was, is that like I had the transitions. You know what the transitions mm-hmm. are, where they get like yeah, yeah, yeah but they don't change but, yeah, in the car. Exactly, they don't change in the car. And second of all, sometimes they get too dark to where like in the middle of the day you think it's like midnight. <laughs> Okay, hold on. As somebody who had transitions in like high school, I don't think yeah. that was no, happening. They were like no, that. I, I really yes, don't they think like, they were getting like that far. If dark. I was like walking because I had them for sports when I played baseball, and you would like, uh, it would so be it would be classes. like three p.m. in the afternoon, and it would look like it was midnight. I'm being serious. Like it would just get so dark. Mine never got that dark. Mine barely blocked the sun. I think I had bad transitions then. Well, I do agree that they don't really work in the car because, like, the car is all around you, like, kind no, of yeah. like a dark space. Well, it blocks <laughs> the UV light. Like, that's the whole thing. The windshield yeah. blocks the rays that change the color. Yeah, well, it didn't do a good job this morning. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sunglasses are the simple fix here, David. Yeah, but uh, what am I supposed to do? It's, I need to be able to see a prescription. I know they put prescription inside. I understand. How bad's your prescription? I have a oh, very bad. Like, oh, how it's, bad. Oh, it's very bad. Like, what are we? What are we I, I don't know what it's classified, but I also have, like, a flow in this one eye now so oh not like yeah. what's your number i, I i'm not sure i think one Do time I saw like, people yeah i, know I think one time i saw was like 2080 yeah i don't know i don't know what that that's not the what's number like your plus or mi- yeah it yeah. should be like oh, plus or minus something. i don't know what the plus or oh. minus number okay. is i'm minus like two and a half so i have no problem I, I shouldn't be saying this i have no problem driving without my glasses it's just a little blurry oh okay no hold on i think i saw it. I oh think- my god people let you drive i think <laughs> I think <laughs> and let's not forget that he ran us. What did you run a stop sign or a red light or whatever on his drive? Oh, yeah. <laughs> red, red, I ran a red and light on my, on my road test and I passed. Wait, yeah. but I seriously okay. I think destruction. You can't see. I think I saw the number. <laughs> I think my my one eye is like minus six. Oh wow! And my oh, other yeah. eye is like minus six and a half. So okay, if you yeah, take off your glasses, glasses, you can't see anything. No words. I can't see no words. Wow. Yeah. Like like even like on a TV, like I can't see the TV. 
Like, I mean, I could, I could kind of make out the picture, but I can't see any words. Okay, but, like, I also can't make out words, but yours has to be severely worse. Like, if I'm driving without glasses, I like, think road it's signs minus are not being comprehended. Yeah, same. I should not be six. Maybe it's not minus six then, but I thought it was minus six. <laughs> Look, all you need to know is stop sign. It's well, red. Well, you need to, well, you need to drive with your glasses then is what Look, we're learning no, it's out just, of this. it just happens occasionally, okay? You know, you wake up in the morning, you walk to the car, you're like, oh. Don't have. Have you been in any accidents? No, actually. What? (laughs) Maybe mine is not minus, but I thought it was. It's either like minus five or minus six. It definitely is. You are blind as a bat. Then that is. I think that is is. very. Yeah, that's that's bad. That is like really bad, David. Well, uh, then what's like the? Okay, well, I'll see if I can find out about that and get. But I thought it was. I'm like minus. I think one point seven five in one eye. Okay, Okay, maybe I'm okay. Oh, absolutely. I shouldn't, but <laughs> absolutely I could. Like, I'm not endorsing that you should, but like, you But could. he definitely should. No, absolutely no. Okay, not. But I, okay, so seriously, I thought it was minus eight. It must not be then, because like, I mean, I, I don't draw. Oh, no, I can't draw. Like, I need them. Like, it says on my license. Like, I, I need oh, yeah. them. Oh, yeah. It says my on license too. is a do. Yeah. I think anyone who wears glasses, it, it, it says it on their it. license, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I guess. I, I don't know. No, yeah. Okay. We just ignore that. You just ignored that. <laughs> yeah, not this speak clear. for the rest of us. No police. Right? I don't know that you drive. You shouldn't have a license. Hey, I'm a great driver. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me be, Tom. No. Come on. All right. Mo- Safety first. It's, it's, Wait, hold on. Do you wear your seatbelt? Yeah. Mm, the way well, you ride, hesitated. No, what I'm driving, I do. Hesitation. If I'm in the back seat, I'm not wearing my seatbelt. Yeah, okay. That's so you fair. don't wear Come a seatbelt either. No one okay. wears it in the back seat. Yeah, I do. I do. Dork. Straight up. It can save your life. I mean, I mean, I know that it's like cliche, <laughs> but it's serious. What's gonna happen? Don't wear like, here's the thing. Like, if you're like, I have seen accidents before. Like, I mean, obviously, we're like the car. Oh the car turns over, and like they need to. What's Guys, the, we gotta get to the mind bender here. What we gotta the, get to the mind bender. What is the equipment they use to like pull somebody? Oh, the jaws of life. Yeah, like I that are in the back seat, and those people they had their seatbelts on, luckily enough, to where they weren't like you know discharged like out of the windshield. Like it's it's important. There's a seat in front of them though. You do you understand? In why high school, saying? I was part of like I the, the seatbelt safety. No, I get that. So. <laughs> There's no, okay, come on. Dude, the, the, no, there's no way, David. I was. You did not just I was, say that. No, I was part of student government, and we had a seatbelt initiative. The school got like money because we were like raising, we were like raising awareness. We were like, yeah, wear your seatbelts. Like we stood outside of the parking lot. I mean, but it was, it was student government. You have to do what you have to do. Sometimes. Allison just called Dom a dork for wearing his seatbelt. No, and you thought it was a great idea to bring up how you were on the seatbelt. As the freshman, okay, as the freshman, I'm just used to the bullying by you guys. So I can just pretty much kind of say you know my honest opinion Dude, there is a seatbelt club no <laughs> there's just no way <laughs> all right let's go to the morning roar mind bender allison okay cool so decisive win from the dominator last week <laughs> thank you nick fantastic <laughs> great nickname um so the score is now 1.5 david 2.5 dom david you get first choice of a lifeline so this week Okay, so usually I go with Allison because Allison always gets right. But I'm just feeling that Chris is on a roll this morning. Like, even though it may not be a good roll by committing some felonies over here, potentially, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Chris. (laughs) All right, switching it up this week. So I think you guys might get this one. Consider the following scenario. You leave home. You make three left turns. You are met with two men wearing masks. What's happening? I'm going to say that people think you're stalking them because you're just going around. Got the it. Line. Your house is getting robbed. Oh. Three left turns. That just going around the block. 
Yeah. Chris is doing the math here. I'm, I'm doing the math. What's happening? You're met by two men wearing masks. What's happening? I mean, you just go in a circle if you make three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're going around the block. Yeah, that's correct. Going around the block. Yeah. What's the masked men doing? So I thought they were robbing your house because you left home. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of close. Yeah, David, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've got like oh, nothing boy. here, dude. Chose the wrong one. Allison, yeah. do you know the do answer? You want your hint? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want you know, my hint. I think please. this is kind of not fair. I feel like I'm not choosing you again. I got it last time. I helped out Dom last time. Yeah. Seems like I'm just with bad at sand? Thinking. No, not with sand, with the other one. There's your hint. Uh oh. Oh? He's scoring a run. He's on the baseball field. There you go. He made three left turns. Are you co come on! Yeah! I should have gotten that. That's a good one. You guys should have gotten that. And you asked for a sports themed mind bender last week. I did. That one. makes sense. Okay. Thank you, Dave. You leave home. home. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, that leave makes a lot of sense. Play. Did you know that already, or did you know that because of that? Like, I mean, did you know it before you no, read it? No, was, I wasn't told the answer. Uh, oh, you knew that right away? All right. All right, good. All right, thank you for being my lifeline again. You're welcome. I'm sorry, David. That's on me. I should have been more helpful. commanding two-point lead for me. <sighs> well, the Dominator strikes yeah. again. I'm uh, a comeback <laughs> type of guy. Comeback. You're, you're an you're underdog, the underdog player. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. I'm Katie Farmer, the host of Eclectica, and you're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. Play-Doh paper due tomorrow? Need a fresh set of eyes to look over your final draft? Haven't even started yet? You can make an appointment at the Villanova University Writing Center, located on the second floor of Falvey Memorial Library. The Writing Center is full of professionally trained tutors who assist Villanova students of all majors on their writing assignments, from personal statements to thesis papers, at any stage in the writing process. Hours of operation are Sunday from 3.30 to 7.30, Monday through Thursday from 11.30 to 7.30, and Friday from 11.30 to 3.30. Stop in or call 610-519-4604 to make an appointment today. Ugh. I'm setting another timer for 30 minutes. Ugh. I'm so tired. What time is it? Ah! Oh, I have to go to class! Have you ever woken up from a nap like this? Here's some advice, backed by research, to take naps that help you wake up refreshed and sleep at night without trouble. Number one, keep naps short. Naps should only be 15 to 30 minutes long. Number two, optimal napping time is between 1 and 4 p.m., but find a time that works for you. Number three, nap in a quiet, dark, and cool environment without distractions. That means no phones. Really? No phones? Correct. No phones. Now you can feel more rested during those tough work weeks. Happy catnapping, Wildcats. And remember, don't sleep on sleep. This PSA was brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. It's the Morning Roar right here on WXBU 89.1 FM. The Roar. Let's take it to Allison. Yes. 
So we are bringing you this upcoming conversation with Kaylee Brendel and Ryan Hartnett thanks to the proud support of Goodness Bowls, where they offer a wide variety of smoothies, bowls, juices, and more. Their store is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. on Sunday. Goodness Bowls can also be ordered online at goodnessbowls.com or on Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub. Nova Bucks are also accepted. Goodness Bowls is located in the Villanova Plaza on Lancaster Avenue, right next to Starbucks. Thank you, Allison. Now, we're thrilled to have in the studio with us Kaylee Brendel. Kaylee is a sophomore here at Villanova pursuing a self-designed major titled Argumentation and Advocacy and a second major in Peace and Justice. She's the outreach coordinator of Villanova's student disability organization level and is an accomplished singer and songwriter, including the 2021 release of her six-song EP, Karma, which is featured prominently here on WXVU. Kaylee is a member of the student-run acapella group called Minor Problem, and is here today to talk about the Acapella Palooza event happening two Fridays from now on March 17th. Also joining also joining Kaylee and us is Ryan Hartnett, Villanova's greatest fan and vocal percussionist. I had to throw it in. Dom asked me to throw it in. It had to happen. But guys, it's so great to have you here on the show. We really appreciate having you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, you got it. So Kaylee, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how your journey to Villanova came to be? Sure. So uh, I always knew that I wanted to uh, pursue some type of disability law education ever since I had an advocacy opportunity in my junior year of high school that led me to that. But I also knew that music was an integral part of my life and I wanted to make sure that I chose a college that was consistent with those values. I heard a video of a Supernova's performance actually and I fell in love with it and I was like this has an amazing acapella presence. And so I watched the 2021 acapella Palooza, which was live streamed, and I saw all eight groups showcasing these amazing different styles, and I committed to Villanova that night right before I watched it, so it was kind of like my celebratory thing, and now I serve as one of the music directors of Minor Problem, and I'm so honored to be in that role, and Palooza is coming up so soon, and I'm very excited that we all get to discuss it this morning, because it's an incredible opportunity to witness the unique musical styles and choreography of each group. I love Acapalooza. I've been to, like, three of them. They're fantastic. My roommates in Acapella. They're great. Uh, you kind of answered this already. Maybe, Ryan, you can answer it a little bit, too. But what drew you guys specifically to Acapella singing? Um, also, I just want to mention, if you... I don't want to get roasted for saying Ryan's the greatest Villanova fan. If you watch a Villanova basketball game, you've seen him on TV. So yeah, he's always in a backwards hat. Yeah, screaming. you're not you're not wrong about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean for me, um, being a Villanova guy my whole life, um, I knew this was where I wanted to be. It was really just I was kind of at a crossroads between whether I wanted to do like choral music, acapella music, or like theater. Um, and then I remember uh, in 2021, I saw the Supernovas. Uh, ICCA set from 2021 and I was like like oh my gosh like th- this is this is incredible like I want to I want to do this this is where this is where I want to be and then I also watched Acapella Palooza <laughs> <laughs> and uh, get, again to see all those groups there I was just like there's nowhere else like it uh, anywhere else that I can remember uh, that has such a great acapella presence and all eight groups here uh, as I like to say are the best group on campus there's no one best group and the fact that all eight groups provide something so special and so unique and so different from everyone else uh, is what makes Villanova Acapella so special. And that's really what made me uh, want to come and do acapella here. And uh, 
uh, yeah, and being a part of the Supernovas has been uh, it, it's been a dream. You know, it's been a it's been a heck of a ride. So I've been I've been loving it so far. So yeah, it's it's great. And I can't wait to perform Palooza uh, March seventeenth. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, can you give us a little background on Minor Problem? Uh, is there a certain technique the group is known for? Yeah, so Minor Problem is a very fun, loud, quirky, chill group. I love our vibe. I absolutely adore it. I fell in love with it on audition day. Um, I don't know if we have a signature style necessarily because we cover a lot of different genres. So every group typically has what's called an alumni song, which is a song whose arrangement remains consistent from year to year. That way, any alumni in the audience can come up and sing it with us on stage. So ours is I Want You Back by the Jackson 5, which is a very unique style. But our set this year features such songs as Art of Survival by Bishop Briggs and Oh My God by Adele. And that's very different from the Jackson 5. So we really try to go all over the map. Um, and I think we really just try to uh, let our rangers go crazy with, you know, harmonies and uh, syllable experimentation and just different chord progressions. We really just like to try everything out and, you know, have a great time with it. It's very important, you know, as good as the music can sound, we want to make sure that we're having fun along the way. So we try to combine those two elements of, like, musical sophistication with also having a great time and smiling. That's awesome. Um, I'd love for you both to speak a little bit to your musical influences. Oh wow, that's that's a that's a broad. Uh, I know. I was just yeah, that's a broad <laughs> question. But uh, uh, for me, you know, I'm uh, very big on Jacob Collier. You know, his music is something that uh, I've listened to for quite a while. I think like first time I listened to was like seventh or eighth grade, and really his just thoughts on harmony and arranging has just been so influential for me, especially as I've started arranging acapella music. Uh, I, I've taken a lot of his knowledge and like listened to a lot of what he says, and uh, yeah, just to kind of uh, just differentiate uh, the cover from the original, and I think that's something that we we do a lot of here in acapella. You know, we always want to kind of make every song our own and kind of not uh, really like stay true to the original. We want to make it our own. We want to make it the Supernovas version. We want to make it Minor Problems version, the Haves version. We we want to make it our own, and that's something that Villanova does so well. And that everybody here, I know, really preaches every single day uh, coming into rehearsal and coming out. So, yeah. Uh, I think in terms of my musical influences, so I have a couple acapella-specific ones um, that I discovered before I came here. I'm a big fan of Home Free. No one really knows them, which I think is sad because they need to. It's like one of the only country acapella groups that are out there, and they're incredible. Um, obviously, if you're an acapella, you've heard of Pentatonics by now, uh, and so I, I love them. I love uh, BYU's group called Noteworthy, and I had the amazing honor of seeing them live when the Supernovas yeah. made it to the ICCA finals <laughs> last year. So that was an added benefit. It's getting to see Noteworthy live. Uh, and then in terms of uh, my other musical references and influences, I'm big into a certain style of songwriting that's very specific lyrically. So I love Sabrina Carpenter, Charlotte Lawrence, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, that kind of specific genre. Um, and to echo Ryan's point, yeah, we just try to make our arrangements, you know, stick to the key elements of the song. You know, you want to keep the basic body the same, but acapella is all about, like, differentiating, differentiating yourself and, you know, not trying to replicate, but be original. Now, Kaylee, in the award-nominated interview I did with you back in September, you hinted you were working on a new album release either this spring or summer. How's that project going? 
Um, unfortunately, it's been a little bit delayed due to some medical stuff, but I'm very happy to say that it's back on track. Perfect. Uh, it should be out this summer. Uh, there are currently three names in circulation, so I couldn't give you the definitive name yet, but there's one I'm leaning towards, and I'll give a little clue toward that one because I think that's what it's going to end up being. It has something to do with a very important animal in Harry Potter. Oh, Ooh. another mind bender, David. Yeah, it's time to redeem yourself? <laughs> I have never seen Harry Potter. Oh, of course. I lose again. <laughs> <laughs> but we, Dom doesn't get a point for that. No, Dom does not get a point for that. And Haley, we are all looking forward to it. I can't wait personally. Yeah. I'm so excited to be back in the studio. It is such an incredible experience. I think still one of my favorite moments is like, I also didn't know that you guys were going to play Mr. Right this morning. And it was just so cool to hear it again. And like the amazing sensation of, um, and it's the same with acapella. When you create an arrangement and then you actually get to hear it, like not just in your head, but in real time, it is the most incredible feeling ever. And for me, when I create acapella arrangements, it's that same sensation that I get when my producer gives me the final instrumental of a song on my EP or LP in this case. It's just like this amazing, like, wow. Like last night, uh, so I arranged Oh My God with the other music director and we ran it through last night and it's just like it's a surround sound type of experience because we were in a circle and it was just the most unforgettable feeling ever to hear that come to life I'm making prediction of either Phoenix or whatever Buckbeak is that is my guess Buckbeak is a hippogriff hippogriff those are my those are my guesses but those are my guesses everybody on Villanova's campus that's good (laughs) Kaylee could you tell us a little about your work as a disability rights activist and how that influences both your music and your roles on campus I would love to. So uh, I've been visually impaired since birth, and my mother um, was always my brother's and my advocate because my brother is uh, completely blind. And so I learned from her advocacy style, which combines uh, politeness and positivity with a degree of persistence. So recognizing that everybody at the table is trying to do the best they can in their respective position, but also knowing that you're coming to the table with something very specific and integral you need to succeed in your education. So she kind of let me ease into my advocacy roles, so I started really taking it on in middle school to high school, where I'd be the one sending the emails to the administration and just CCing her, and I'd be the one speaking up at the meetings. Then I was kind of catapulted into it in junior year when College Board, uh, the organization responsible for administering the AP and SAT exams, denied blind, visually impaired, and deafblind test takers the accommodation of Braille on the 2020 AP exams during COVID. Uh, So I started a social media campaign and filed complaints with the United States Department of Education and Justice. And because of that legal and media work, we were actually uh, able to get the Braille outcome that we needed and deserved. So that was what really started my journey. And in those moments of like, you know, writing contracts at 10 at night and like be on Zoom calls with these lawyers at 10 to 11 in the morning and trying to balance that, that is where I knew this is my passion. This is what I want to do. Because I knew that I love public speaking and writing, and this was a way to use those skills in a way that would benefit an amazing community that I have the honor to be a part of. So how that influences my role on campus, that definitely influenced my t- uh, decision to both participate in Level and run for exec board on Level. I'm so excited to be a part of Level. I absolutely adore it. Can't recommend it more highly. Um, and it also influenced my desire to be part of what's called the uh, Association for Tra- uh, Change and Transformation, or ACT. So every freshman sees what's called the diversity skit uh, during their four days of orientation, in which ACT takes stories of discrimination or minority uh, identity-based hardship that past students submit anonymously. 
and they really like make video presentations into them and bring the stories to life and allow the students to share monologues at the end. And so I shared a story I experienced, wrote the script, got to act in it, and say that monologue and make that societal change that way. Because I think the change is two-pronged. You can't just have legal and you can't just have societal. You need both. And so that really influences my decision there. In terms of music, I think it just makes me super passionate and like vocal like I'm never afraid to like use a strong word like there was a lyric in one of my songs blindsided where it was like kissing and listening to the sound of the water picking the name of our future daughter and it was so specific and raw and I think that I wouldn't have had the guts to write a lyric that personal if it hadn't been for my advocacy journey and just this desire to like not hold back and show the world what I'm really feeling that's excellent. I'm really looking forward to hearing the album coming up later this summer. Uh, Kayla, you're also a member of Villanova's Outstanding Mock Trial team. Uh, would you please talk about your experience with the group? <laughs> I love Mock Trial. <laughs> 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 so that's how... Um, wait, Chris, I think I met you either through radio or Mock Trial. I forget which one. Or Ethics. Uh, but so, All three, really. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my God. Mock Trial is amazing. I'm just so pumped because we're going to... Can I call it semifinals? Is that like a Yeah, we can call it semifinals. No one calls it orcs. Yeah. It's a stupid name. It's just a stupid Mock yeah. <laughs> trial school. No, it's yes. just so No, we are. It's we so are now. Fun. So uh, I was captain of my mock trial team in high school for all th- uh, for the three years that I did it. So I knew coming in here, like, I wanted to do it. But I wanted to take my freshman year to get used to everything, so I joined it sophomore year. And uh, they had me as a witness for regionals. I was like, oh, God. I was always an attorney. Like, I don't know if I could do this. And so I got thrown into expert witness. So it was a lot of, like, memorizing facts and figures and numbers and these weird... Because it's a piloting case So this year. So I've had to memorize a lot of, like, marginal visual flight rules and, like, all these different terminology and what it means. And uh, I decided to not just be, like, a stiff expert witness, but give it a spin. So I turned... My character's name is Jamie Savchenko. I turned her into this born-again, Christian, saved, Southern Belle type of thing. Yup. And so, like, you know, it was just this whole cool story. And so on Cross, I had a lot of fun with that narrative uh, at regionals. And I was very fortunate to win a gavel for being an outstanding witness. And I'm excited that I get to compete in uh, Illinois with the A-team and um, see what we can do. But it's... Honestly, it's strengthened my leadership ability a lot, even in acapella, because in mock trial, there's a lot of improvisation that goes into it. And as Ryan can probably attest with acapella, you got to do some stuff on the fly. You got to know what you're doing. You got to know what to say and when. And when you have those events that you got to get up there and you got to introduce the group, you don't have a script in front of you. You can just read sometimes. You just got to go off the cuff. Yep. And things don't go always to plan. And on cross, we had this one team that did a defense I was not expecting. And so I had to just roll with it. And sometimes you have to do that a cappella too. Like an arrangement doesn't get done on time, you gotta roll with it. You gotta make a new plan. Or the group wants something different, you gotta roll with it. So both of those improvisational aspects can be applied in both groups. But join my trial. I love it. <laughs> Amen. That's awesome. And I wish you the best of luck in your next competition. Thank so you. circling back to Acapella Palooza happening on March seventeenth, can you both give us a little teaser, what to look forward to, how many acapella groups will be performing? All of them. Ryan yeah. maybe doing some vocal percussion. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, uh, all eight of Villanova acapella groups uh, will be performing the Supernovas, Minor Problem, the Haveners, Nothing But Treble, Sirens, Spires. 
uh, vocal minority. Everybody is going to be performing. Oh, and Measure Up. I can't forget about them, we of course. Them. Yeah, we, we love we love all the acapella groups. I just tried to remember all of them There's off the so cuff. There's so many. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, we're all performing. It's March 17th, St. Patrick's Day at Jake Nevin Fieldhouse, uh, I believe 7 or 7.30. 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah 7 p.m. 6.30. If you look around campus, probably after spring break, you will see flyers, you'll see QR codes. If you want to buy tickets, you can buy them through the QR code, through the posters. Uh, They'll be around campus all over. Uh, Or you could come the day of, buy them at the door. They're probably going to be very limited, even though it's a 2,000-seat venue, because that's what Jake Nevin Fieldhouse is. It's a big, big, big space. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, we're really excited. All eight groups are going to be singing, dancing, picture real-life pictures. Pitch Perfect. Uh, it, it's literally all eight groups are doing choreographed sets and singing uh, up there on the Jake Nevin stage, and it's it's such a joy to be a part of that. We we even get excited for it because even though we mainly compete, like we're still excited to get to perform with all these other groups and perform for all our friends on campus. It's it's so much fun, and uh, yeah, we hope to see you guys there. It's incredible. And if you also want to buy tickets online, you can do so at uh, music.villanova.edu. There's going to be a specific button you can click for like acapella blues tickets. So if you want to do it that way, you can't find a QR code. That's a way to do it too. But like. Literally over a thousand people came to this pre-COVID, and we're so excited. Sometimes more, and so we're so excited to be back in that atmosphere. We can welcome back as many people as we can because, like Ryan said, it is real life pitch perfect. It's an incredible experience. Awesome, cannot wait. Well, thank you to both Ryan and Kaylee so much for coming on today, and we encourage everyone to check out Acapella Palooza. I'm totally not saying that right. Acapalooza? What do we call this? Acapella Palooza. Sure. <laughs> on Friday, March 17th, and check out Kaylee's EP Karma wherever you listen to music or right here on WXVU. And listen to my in-depth conversation with Kaylee on WXVU's podcast feed. Thank you both so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Now, this is the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. Hey, everyone. This is Jacob Bruck, the Assistant Music Director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 the Roar. WXVU is proud to announce that we were selected as the winner of Best Public Affairs Programming at this year's IBS Conference in New York City for Alex Hudson's Ring the Alarm podcast. WXVU was nominated for five awards in all, including Best Overall Station. To hear Alex's podcast and to read more about the awards, more information is available at WXVU.org. WXVU thanks you, our loyal listeners, for all of your support over the last year to help make this kind of recognition possible. The Villanova Tech Zone is a free resource for helping students, faculty, and staff troubleshoot their technological needs. Contact the Tech Zone at 610-519-7777, chat with them online, or visit their law school, Falvey Library, or New Commons offices. For more information, visit unit.villanova.edu. Now listen to V891, the roar on your smartphone or mobile device with the free Radio FX app. Interact with WXVU shows and DJs, see our schedule and events, and more. Download the Radio FX app and search for WXVU today.
It's the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. Let's take it to David and Dom with our Villanova weekend sports preview. Big men's game Saturday. David? Men's basketball team. Big game. 16-14. They are sixth in the Big East. Winners of three straight, including at Seton Hall Tuesday night. Getting an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament will become a possible scenario if the Cats can beat UConn at the Wells Fargo Center. Joe Lenardi had them 80th. They had the first four out, the next four out, and then it was Villanova. So about eight spots away right now. UConn, 23-7, ranked 14th overall in the country, 5th in the Big East at Villanova, 7.30 p.m. Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. David and Stephen King will have the action on WXVU beginning at 7.15 Saturday. Men's Big East tournament begins next Wednesday at Madison Square Garden in New York City. If seating holds, Villanova will be playing Wednesday night at 8 p.m. versus Georgetown. State of the men's team, David. Pretty good right now. I think the best that's been in a while. Hottest yeah. team in the Big East besides Marquette. Yep. Uh, and I, I, a lot of people, I mean, UConn, of course, they were really at the top in the beginning of kind of falling down a little bit, but they're yep. back on the come up, if you will. And I think that many people have them uh, around fifth. I think that Ken Palm has them like fifth or sixth in the country. Yeah. So uh, big opportunity for Villanova tomorrow night. Yeah, and then we're off the better team at Villanova. Women's basketball team, 26-5, ranked 11th in the country, second in Big East. Women's Big East tournament starts tonight. Villanova plays the winner of DePaul slash Providence, 7 p.m. Saturday from O'Hegan Sun in Connecticut. I have no problem. We'll see you kind of in the finals. All right, time for the Phillies spring training check-in. Trey Turner and Andrew Painter have been absolutely phenomenal yep. so far this spring training. Painter making his first start, of course, the Phillies' top prospect and one of the top prospects in all of baseball. Actually, was ranked the top pitching prospect. Yep. Trey Turner's on really good things in the leadoff spot, and Nick Castellanos seems to be back. Maybe Dom back. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, so good vibes around the Phillies right now. They are four-two and one in spring training play. Awesome on the sports side here, guys. Allison, let's go to you with our music news. Yes, I am bringing you our weekly Ed Sheeran update. So Ed has announced <laughs> You didn't his... sound too happy about that. Like, I need I need energy, Allison. Come on, energy. Sorry, I'll take it again. We are bringing you our <laughs> weekly Ed kidding. Sheeran update. Ed has announced his sixth studio album entitled and pronounced Subtract. The fifth and final <laughs> entry in his series of albums titled with mathematical symbols, Sheeran wrote and recorded its 14 tracks with Aaron Dessner, a member of the alt-rock band National, who also had a major creative role in Taylor Swift's Folklore and Evermore. It will be released on May 5th. It is billed as a return to traditional singer-songwriter performance. A press release promises songs ranging from paired-back, folk-leaning textures to bolder, full-band, and orchestral arrangements. David, how excited are we? I'm super excited for this album. Chris is enjoying the bad habits. Uh, but yeah, all of his albums, by the way, if you don't know, are all mathematical related. So that's why this one is subtract. But I just wanted to read this really quick from his Instagram. Of course, we know that we talked about Ed was going through some, yep. some struggles. Good. So he said, within the space of a month, my pregnant wife got told she had a tumor with no route to treatment until after the birth. My best friend Jamal, a brother to me, died suddenly, and I found myself standing in court defending my integrity and career as a songwriter. I was spiraling with, through fear, depression, anxiety, and I felt like I was drowning, head below the surface, looking up and not being able to break through for air. So I think that that just shows that, you know, Ed obviously going through a lot, yeah. uh, but I think that this album is, is really going to be great. He seems to be back, and, and I'm really excited to see this album. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really have to add on too much about that. Everybody out there in the WXVU universe knows that... Uh, I am a big Ed Sheeran fan, so I'm super excited. May 5th. Fantastic. All right. In other music news, the SZA concert scheduled for last night at the Wells Fargo Center was postponed. The Wells Fargo Center did not provide a reason for the postponement. The Grammy winner's stop in South Philadelphia was part of her 17-city SOS North American tour. There is no word on when the rescheduled concert will take place. 
And Spotify has announced that The Weeknd is the first ever artist to reach 100 million monthly listeners. For perspective, Drake currently sits at 68.6 million, Taylor Swift is garnering 80.3 million, and even with the record-breaking success of current number one hit Flowers, Miley Cyrus has 82.5 million. Thank you, Allison. Let's go to Dom with what's new at the theater this weekend. Yeah, first off, Creed 3. If you've no idea what Creed 3 is, it's exactly as Creed 1 and 2, this time without Rocky. I don't know why they would make a Rocky movie, I guess, spinoff without Rocky. That doesn't make any sense to me. Will I go see Creed 3? Probably not. Creed 2 was pretty bad. Creed 1 was fine. I only watched the Rockies. Operation Fortune, Roostige. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> Action comedy. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Uh, action comedy, <laughs> Jason Statham, Aubrey Plaza, Josh Hartnett, 63 Rotten Tomatoes. I will not be seeing that either. But Creed 3, well, by, the name that you said the, by the way you said the name, doesn't seem like it. I think my pronunciation was correct. <laughs> I, I do not was. think it was I think it's French. It definitely is French. Yeah. I sound like a Frenchman. Th- that was anything but French. Okay. National Days of the Week. So today, Friday, March 3rd, is American National Anthem Day in observance of the bill designating the Star-Spangled Banner as the U.S. National Anthem being passed by Congress and signed into law by President Hoover on this date in 1931. It's also I Want You to Be Happy Day, a day to show love, care, and concern for others. And it's also Talking Third Person Day. The day is quite simple. It is spent speaking in the third person. A little odd, but okay. Tomorrow uh, is March... Uh, this is this is one of my favorite. This is uh, of all the ones 100%. we've had. March 4th. Fourth and do something day. Wow, <laughs> a day of motivation celebrated each March fourth. Somehow, this is only time. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. You're encouraged to do something new that enriches your life or the life of someone else. Tomorrow is also snack day and pound cake day. And on Sunday, for all of our Canadian friends, poutine day. The dish comprised of French fries, cheese curds, and gravy. I've never had it, but it sounds pretty good. And it's also Cinco de Marcho. Uh, marks the beginning of the season to train the liver for St. Patrick's Day. Thank you, Nick. Awesome. Thanks, David. Let's go to Don with our Twitter poll results for the month of March. Let me bring them up. Uh, I, I think March Madness is going to have an, a you know far and away victory, but right now six votes March Madness, two-thirds of the vote, spring break, and the reminding of March 2020 each have a vote apiece, but March Madness basically running away with it, as it should. As it should. All right, well, it's time for our deep thought of the week. The person who follows the crowd will go no further than the crowd. The person who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever seen before. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's The Morning Roar. And just a reminder, there will be no show next week. So thank you, everyone, for your support in the first half of the spring semester. Have a happy spring break, and we'll be back on St. Paddy's Day. We're dressing up, too, I heard. Oh, we're dressing up? That's what I heard. This is what the people tell me. Yeah, this is The Morning Roar. Have a great start to your weekend and a happy spring break.